We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hopefully you're doing well on this Thursday. I am Dan Day on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. Some people are about to look forward to a four-day weekend with Memorial Day. Might be getting off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Some people are working on a four-month weekend. Coronavirus, what are you going to do? I know what I'm going to do. Keep you entertained over the next hour on the way. The Joe Rose Show talking to my man. I do mean my man, Davin Godchow. Not only do we both go to LSU, kind of grew up in the same area. He's a Plaquemine Green Devil. Huh? Huh? See? Got some background on Devin Godchow. Also, the Dan Lebetard Show. They really give it to Austin Rivers, and I love it. You have to hear that. Then Hawk and Crowder, they're going to be playing the name game. Right now, let's play around with these headlines. Reports are that the Dolphins are fielding trade calls for Josh Rosen. The quarterback is entering his third year as a pro. Estimates show that the financial damage done by coronavirus to college football could total $4 billion. The season is still scheduled to go on as planned. Former Auburn coach and athletic director Pat Dye has been hospitalized after testing positive for coronavirus. Dye is 80 and said to be asymptomatic so far. Inter-Miami CF rookie Robbie Robinson has been named ACC Male Athlete of the Year. He is the first soccer player to do so. Vanderbilt has hired Candace Lee as its athletic director, making her the first black female to hold an AD position in the SEC. Kane's basketball associate coach Chris Caputo has been named one of the 40 best coaches under 40 by ESPN. And now let's do it. Let's take a step into the day spa. Ah, California man plans to live stream his marriage to his cat to raise money for an area animal shelter. I mean, I'm all for the cause, but not the means to support it. Come on, man. An overturned 18-wheeler in Nashville has spilled 40,000 pounds of mac and cheese on the highway. You mean I've been eating minus sandwiches and dry cereal for months, and I could have been eating this? Jeez. Cadbury has officially announced that the proper way to store their chocolate is in a room temperature cupboard. Once again, nothing but minus sandwiches and dry cereal for months. Hot, cold, room temperature, I don't care how I get my chocolate. Now on to weather, tonight's forecast calls for a chance of rain with temperatures around 80. If you're not getting up early anymore, you're missing out on the Joe Rose Show weekdays from 6 to 10. I got you covered though bringing you back some of the best that happened this morning. He was talking with my guy, Davin Godchow, Plaquemine Green Devil, South Louisiana's own, 
now living in Miami. Kind of sounds like me, except I'm not a professional athlete, not making millions of dollars, and I'm not beloved by everyone. Nonetheless, what did Davin Godchow talk to Joe Rose and Zach Krantz about? Well, his workouts, the new guys on the team, Tua with that LSU-Alabama relationship, and not folding the tents towards the end of last season. First of all, how are you doing around workouts and staying busy, and how's that been working out for you? I'm doing good, man. I'm just taking it one day at a time, you know, waking up each and every morning around 6.45, 7 o'clock, getting active, so eat breakfast, and, you know, going to the workout uh, facility that I work out at, come back and get ready for virtual meetings. So, I, you know, I feel like, you know, these days I feel like I'm in the best shape that I've been in, so, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Boy, you got a lot of new faces with you, uh, a lot of mm-hmm. veterans uh, through free agency on defense. Had a lot of positions and a lot of rookies that were drafted, including Raquan Davis, the defensive tackle out of Alabama. Just talk about yes. the new guys and how good this group can be. Like I said, everybody, but at the end of the day, you know, like I still always say, you, know, you still have to go in there and put the work in. You know, you still have to bond with each other. You know, the hardest thing in football, you know, to trust the guy next to you. So, I mean, you still have to trust the guy next to you. You know, sometimes you might want to get greedy. You might want to get out your gap. I think you can make that play, but you have to trust that guy next to you. So, I think, you know. That's the biggest thing. You know, we brought in, you know, big-time guys, Byron Jones. You know, we brought in a second-round picker, Quan Davis out of Alabama. You know, we brought in, you know, a couple guys, you know. So, I think, you know, if we bind together and we do this thing the right way, I think the sky could be the limit for this defense, for this team also. Devon, I think that if you look back in time at teams and see if a team went 5-11, and 4-12, and anything like that, but specifically you guys last year, 5-11, and at the end of the season, mm-hmm. you say, oh, you know, the season wasn't great for that team, although we look at it differently because of the way that the season ended for you guys on a high note. You know, you guys, the last, yeah. you know, six, seven games a season, you guys played really well. What was the locker room like after the season, you know, getting ready, I guess, for this season coming up, knowing how you ended I mean, and, and kind of the positivity in the locker room? You know, of course, you know, like, we had a losing record, but, you know, like every every day, you know, like it didn't really seem like it because we was, you know, teams, you know, just teams who lose number, you know, come to work and they don't, you know. You know, you know, I didn't hear about guys you know who don't want to practice things like that. But you know, we had a losing record, but we came to practice like we won the next day with that same mentality of getting better each and every day. So I think the sky's the limit for this group because I mean, when you come to when you have that mindset that I'm gonna come to work each and every day, you know, and get better, and, you know, do what I gotta do to get a win on Sunday. That's a great feeling. I mean, knowing that, I mean, you know, like hey, we went five eleven last year. You know, we you know, hey, we added some new players this year. So I mean, if we take that same mindset with these new players that we got and you know, build that bond, build that trust. Build that chemistry, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. What were your thoughts on getting to it with the first overall pick, knowing that LSU-Alabama relationship? What did you think? <laughs> oh, man, they ain't nothing to do with it. They're, they're just football, man. We talk smack, you know, in the locker room, you know. You know, when we had Mika Hill, you know, we talked smack. But it's just all about just having fun, man. Just, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, we spend our whole days on the football field, you know, practicing and grinding. So anytime we get a chance to just, you know, talk smack to each other, I mean, I, I think we'll do it. But, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's nothing personal but between that, you know. At the end of the day, I mean, Tua's a great quarterback. You know, he did great things at Alabama. I'm looking forward to having him in our locker room, you know, doing great things for the Miami Dolphins. So at the end of the day, I mean, I'm just looking forward to it. What about the fact that for the first time, you know, for all of us in the last 20 years, New England won't have a guy like Tom Brady as their quarterback. It's just a whole new AFC East kind of this year for all the teams, for Buffalo, for the Jets, for you guys, for New England. It's kind of an open kind of season on that AFC East. Now, that's got to be nice yeah. for you guys going into this next season thinking about that. I mean, it's nice, you know, but you still have to respect the, uh, those guys in New England. I mean, you know, those guys say like they won the division for the last couple of years. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know, they have a great head coach. So, at the end of the day, you know, everybody has have to look at it like it's a new season. You know, everybody's just kind of, you know, 
fresh, new season, you know, like, I mean, nobody cares what you've done in the past. So, I mean, I think, you know, if we take that mindset, because I'm pretty sure all the other three teams in the AFC East are going to take that same mindset, you know. So, I mean, you got to look at it like it's a new year, you know, a uh, new start, you know. I mean, nobody cares what you've done lately. I mean, you just have to, you know, go out, go out there and prove yourself again. So, I think, you know, we take that mindset, practicing how we practiced last year, you know, building off that, you know, bringing in some of the new guys that we have on the team. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just totally, you know, Excited. I'm, I'm just looking forward for the season in uh, 2020. That 0-7 start, especially those first couple of games, and you lost some good players through trades, and, and I was like, oh, boy, this thing, oh, Lord. And you start wondering, and yet, how the hell do you go 5-4 and four in those last nine games? And, and by the way, almost win a couple more, real close to winning a yeah. couple more. Should have easily, you know. I mean, you know, I never like making excuses, but – should have easily won eight. Should have easily won eight. You know, you look at like I can name like three games that you know we should have we should have won down down into the fourth quarter. But at the end of the day, hey, that's all. Like we just building off of that. But at the end of the day, I think we went five and four. Like I think this was the mindset. Like I say, like guys always want to get better in practice. I'm a big believer. Like that's where it started. You know, practice it and go out there on Sunday and play. You can't just you know certain, only a, a few guys I know that can flip the switch on Sunday. It's, it's just the way you practice it. You know, like we didn't practice like you know we was an on seventeen. So I think, you know, I, and I give a lot of credit to that to the coaching staff and to Coach Flo. You know, I mean, we didn't practice like we was a 17. You know, we practiced like, you know, we was a team 7-0. You know, we came out to practice, we got better. You know, we were looking forward to get better. You know, I was looking forward to certain blocking schemes that, you know, my D-line coach is going to throw at me that week, you know, for the team we playing on Sunday. So, I mean, I think when you have that mindset and when you have players that want to get better, I mean, as a, as, a, as a coach, when you have players that want to get better, that don't want to come out there and just go through the motions, that want to get better, I think, I mean, you can just coach off of that. You know what I mean? People who you know is going to come out each and every day, give 100%, you know, uh, in the film room, you know, on the, on the field, you know, in the weight room, you know, people who want right. to get better. So I think that's, you know, I think that's kind of like an easy puzzle, you know, when you're a coach, now you just got to put it together. You, you have seen teams, though, that start 0-7, and, and we hear about certain teams in the league that were a mess, and guys quit, and vets didn't want to play, and young mm-hmm. guys were like, this is terrible. And this team, man, mm-hmm. I, I, does it go to the head coach? Is that where it starts with? Because It comes from like a little bit of both, you know. The coach, and you know, but the coach can't do it by itself. you got to have the right leaders in the locker room. I think it comes between, you know, all of that, you know, like the right guys, you know, with the, with the right mindset, who, you know, like mentor, like the younger guys who just get in the league, you know. I think it comes from that. You know, like the coach only could do so much because, you know, he's not in the locker room. At the end of the day, like this is our team, not his team, you know, so – at the end of the day, like we have to, we have to still install that mindset, you know, like that, that mindset of okay, we on seven, okay, got a chance to go one and seven this week, you know, but we got to practice like, you know, we can't go out there and practice like on seventeen, and like no, no doubt in my mind that we never practice like on seventeen. I'm telling you, like I, I get you, know, I, I'm pretty sure all fifty two other guys who was on the roster can uh, can vouch for me, yeah. you know. We didn't practice like we were zero and seventeen. I promise you that. You know, we practiced like we were seven and up. So I mean, I think that when you have that mindset, and, you know, and, and uh, like I said, like the coach, like our, like our coach, Coach Flo, you know, he have that same mindset. You know, that like you're gonna get the same Coach Flo. You know, he's gonna be consistent. You know, he's gonna tell you when he thinks you, you know, BSing. You know, he's gonna tell you when he, when he thinks he's doing good, but he's gonna tell you that's what he expects of you. You know, like so if you if you if you show me something, I expect you to do that all the time. You know, so at the end of the day, like it's just like I mean, we didn't practice like only seventeen. You know, we practiced like we were seven and zero. So I think when we have that mindset, it's easy to go out and uh, coach that mindset. All right, Devon, I know during this quarantine for a lot of people around the country, you got to keep mentally strong. You got to, you know, get mm-hmm. through everything until we get out of here. But I got to ask you the tough question. Have you been binge watching any shows? I'm not a TV guy, but I've been getting the TV lately. Like, I, I got cable, and I don't know why I have kids in my house without any more TV. But it's mostly, <laughs> it's, it's mostly for the head of Wi-Fi. So, I mean, I think, you know, the biggest show that I just, you know, I just started watching like a couple months ago was uh, – 
Ozark. I've been watching Ozark on Netflix. I, I finished that. I finally started watching the show All American. I never watched that. Nice. So I finished watching that. And I'm trying to get into Breaking Bad, but it, I just can't get into it. Got to give it some time. Like, give it some time. It's yeah, slow in the beginning. It's slow. I yes. just can't yes. get into it, though. I'm trying to. Is <laughs> a man, I, I I'm here, is a man with a chemist or something. He had cancer <laughs> and he had to beat his family. I don't know. I just can't get into it. I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to. Give it some time. You'll be okay. But you need to help me out here because I, I can't get Joe to sit down. He watched all these shows about the mafia and cartels he just won't sit down and watch ozark can you help me out here and get joe to watch joe, ozark please, joe please i tell people all the time joe just give it six episodes joe please joe i promise you joe i'm not the one in the tv i, I don't i'm not in the shows like that i promise you you would like ozark i promise you okay joe, I, and the I, next time i see you and the next time i come on this show i'm asking you joe have you yes. watched ozark Thank you, and I, and I, Thank you. And that, you and know And I'll be coming on this show real soon again. I'll be coming on this show real soon again. <laughs> I'll be coming on real soon. So oh, Devon, you have to watch you. Ozark for me, Joe. You have to oh. watch Ozark. You know what? That I, I, I am with you, and you, you got me. Hey, by the way, man, good stuff. Yeah. Before before we let you run, delivering meals to the Jackson North Medical Center for those doctors and nurses yeah. and that staff. I thought that was pretty yes. cool. Yes, sir. Taking some time. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, Devon, it's great having you, man. Uh, just a little teaser. Thank you, man. Uh, you take care of yourself. And by the way, man, if you got we'll kids do. that look that good, you should have like 10 of them, man. That's good-looking kids, man. <laughs> Jeez, man. You I got appreciate that it, man. All right, man. You take care. <laughs> My man, Davin Godchild. Now, I understand Ozark is good, but... You get love into Ozark but can't get into Breaking Bad? No! Breaking Bad's the GOAT. Ozark is a grandchild of Breaking Bad. I don't know. Everyone has their own opinion. Devin Gottschild, he and I have known each other for a while. Like I said, Plaquemine, Louisiana. I'm not from Plaquemine, but I grew up around there. Covered him at LSU. Now I'm covering him with the Dolphins. Can't wait to have a great season next season. It's always a good season with Dan Lebetard show. Uh, what I would say about Austin Rivers is he's better at his job technically than we are at ours. He's top uh, debatable. He's, you know, he's pl- uh, no, you 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 dish that out way too much. Like it, dissension in the ranks, just five minutes away here on the best of the Joe Show. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and you are listening to some notorious B.I.G., a.k.a. Christopher Wallace, who was born on this day in 1972. Oh, man. Great sounds right there. Unfortunately, passed away 1997. Some people say he's the GOAT. Especially a lot of people on the East Coast, and a lot of people say Tupac Shakur. Other people say Jay-Z. Now people say Doja Cat. I don't know. You know, whatever. Still, can't hold nothing to this. Gotta love the Dan Levitard Show weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on 560 The Joe. Don't have to love Austin Rivers, though. I am not an Austin Rivers fan. I'll explain after this. And some of the guys on the Dan Levitard Show are not either. They get into a top five, then Austin Rivers, attack! 
So you have Dan Orlovsky saying Carson Wentz is top five, and you have Stephen A. Smith saying Russell Westbrook is top five, and people are making top five lists all over the place, even though this is unbelievably stupid. Now Paul Pierce says that uh, LeBron James isn't top five of all time. I don't understand why we keep doing this with top fives, but Austin Rivers here is now mad. Austin Rivers that Dwayne Wade all time was ranked 26th by ESPN instead of between 10 and 15. Now, again, I will say again, even though I know it's blasphemy against the sports fan, this is remarkably stupid. Like all of this in terms of is this guy 13th best or 15th best? It's all mind numbing in its stupidity. But Austin Rivers also adds to God's if you didn't play your coach, he does not care what your opinion is about anyone all time. He doesn't give a bleep. You have to have been a player or a coach, and he is ripping ESPN because we've got Dwayne Wade at 26th all time instead of between 10 and 15. Right. What's a player or coach have to do with it? I mean, seriously. I mean, a lot of people feel like the only reason Austin Rivers is a player is because his dad's a coach. So what is, I, mean, I don't know, I don't get what having to be a player or coach has to do with the evaluation of a basketball player. I mean, I had to play basketball Hold on. at Austin Rivers level to form an opinion on Dwayne Wade? That is absurd, man. I'm sorry. And who is Austin Rivers? Uh, go ahead. Uh, he's right about Wade, by the way. But who is Austin Rivers to tell me I can't rank basketball players? Huh? Well, uh, what I would say about Austin Rivers is he's better at his job, technically, than we are at ours. He's top, uh, debatable. He's, you know, he's, pl- uh, no, you, you, you dish that out way too much. Like, Austin Rivers isn't the Dan Levitard show of basketball. Uh, you keep saying we're the biggest radio show in America. He is not better at his job than we are at all. What I am saying is that getting to the top of professional basketball where you are paid millions of dollars to play professional basketball is much harder than getting to the top of most. Oh, oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? 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 Hold on. I got yeah. this one. Really? Ha, ha, How many ha, ha, jobs? Ha. There's 12 of those jobs on a singular team, right? 15 people on the active roster. I didn't know the national sports talk radio scene, but I didn't think there were 15 of them out there and that's just one team dan it's us it's colin it's dan patrick that's three jobs in this country mike three mike three you've got to be kidding me austin, I, I, I will i so god's back me up we austin, are better austin, at our job than austin rivers austin, is at his. austin rivers has arrived in a place where he makes millions of dollars dare right. i say i don't know what he makes but i'm guessing he's made more in his lifetime playing a sport than we have made here collectively and he has done so against the inner cities he is climbing over the inner cities to get to professional basketball we're climbing over idiot buffoons like morons across the landscape that have allowed sports radio to, to be this dumb thing where we argue about top fives yeah but we've reached like the the very top like we're one of the top five sports radio shows of all time austin rivers is not a top 500 nba player no, of all no. time let me ask you dan did austin rivers we're hall of famers to, austin rivers isn't uh, we're radio hall famers dan whether you like it or not did yeah. austin rivers have to overnight board up did he have to do things on the weekends was he a weekend update anchor did he have to enter no you want to know no, he wasn't. austin he wasn't. rivers was 
Austin Rivers, okay, had a dad who was an NBA player. Oh, come on, who yes, had, God, no, yeah. who had who had physical gifts that he passed along to Austin mm-hmm. Rivers, the height, the this athletic why, ability. So this is why, though, this is why Austin Rivers doesn't want your opinion on things oh, because okay. you have no earthly idea how hard it is to do what it is those guys do. We don't have the specifics and details how difficult it is because we think, oh, just gifts. Some holy man reached into his crib as a child. And gave him some gifts. Of course I don't know what it's like being an all-world basketball player. I'd like to see Austin Rivers engineer a sports talk radio show with 17 people on it during a pandemic, too. You think he knows anything about that? Let's hear from Chris Cody on this, because while Doc Rivers gave his son a great (laughs) gift, Chris Cody just got a pineapple for his birthday. Oh, did I steal your joke, Chris? What happened? (laughs) Well, I was just going to point out that Austin Rivers got a lot of what he's gotten in his life because of his dad. I hate nepotism. Like We're way better at what he does than Austin. I do believe in the last two months, I have not uh, seen an argument break out around here that had as many people pissed off as what just happened in the last segment. Uh, and I need to go back a second because uh, this began, I will remind you, with Austin Rivers uh, outraged that Dwayne Wade is merely 26 on the all-time list and not 10 uh, to 15. I followed that by saying how stupid it is that we do this hair splitting, but Stugatz got really mad, as he always does, when anyone tells him that his opinion isn't worth exactly as much as their opinion. So Austin Rivers says if you didn't play your coach, I don't care who you have all time. And this made Stugatz furious. And what I meant to say and what I should have said, because we are not the Austin Rivers of sports radio, is that it's harder to do what it is that Austin Rivers has done than it is to do what we've done. So put it on the poll, Guillermo, at Levitard Show. What's harder to do? Becoming the number one sports radio show in America or reaching the NBA because that's the conversation I meant to have before you guys started yelling at me and one of the things I was arguing is that if you're fighting the inner cities for money in football and basketball the top 1% of the top 1% uh, get up to there Tony told us during the break that he played against Austin Rivers in high school and all he did was look up from the bottom and see his shorts flying over him like the numbers were crazy Tony what happened to you when you faced Austin Rivers. So yeah, we played Austin Rivers. This was his junior year because I graduated in 09-10 and he continued to play 10-11 then went to Duke, obviously. Um, he averaged 29 points a game his senior year, but his junior year, we played against him in a tournament and he had 45 points in the first three quarters and then sat down. It was a very quick night for Austin Rivers. He was incredible in high school. Like You could not guard him whatsoever. I went and looked up career earnings, right? Because you're fighting over money. That's what professional basketball players and professional football players are doing. These contact sports guys, they're fighting over money and they have to get past people who are really good at what they do in right. order to become Austin Rivers. And I went up and looked career earnings up, Stu Gods, and what I found was just a TMZ story on Austin Rivers. We haven't had many of those around here about you or I. TMZ, Austin Rivers, treat yourself. Buys $300,000 Ferrari after signing $35 million contract. So he hasn't made as much as you. I mean, how about that? <laughs> I mean, also, a little bit gaudy. Don't you want something that's a little bit more fuel efficient? I have a treat myself gift. It's a Hyundai Sonata, and I'm very proud of it. You don't have to do these. It's showy. You're overcompensating. I can't believe I'm mad at Austin Rivers for your take, too. How do you not increase your self-worth, buddy? You're at the top of the top. He's only competing also. This is like a very small percentage of Austin Rivers' life where he has to climb over 
over people from the inner cities. We're, he's only competing against like 18 to 30 year olds. We're in this in the teeth of it, and we're still dealing with Francesa. <laughs> this I know. He's back again. Another half hour. They just tacked on. Make up your mind. Jeez. Uh, this is totally unfair to Austin Rivers because we agree with him on Dwayne Wade. I mean, this yes. is Dan speaking on, an excellent on behalf point. of Austin Rivers. I don't know why we're taking it out on Austin. And by the way, did Tony mention, Dan, that Austin was marked up on Tony? Tony's not in the NBA. He's working here. Tony scored 24 points against Austin Rivers. Yeah. All right? I mean, yeah. And you know, Tony, as you're over here giving Austin Rivers credit for climbing over the inner, inner cities, he was climbing over Tony. You know what the question actually is? Because I think you guys, uh, while I understand that you're defensive and angry and hostile at the idea that I would say that we're the Austin Rivers of the NBA, the real measurement here is what's better, being at the bottom of the top or being at the top of the bottom? Because uh, that's really what we're discussing here. The bottom here. of that top is awesome. yeah, yeah, you understand what I'm saying though right like because okay fine you can make fun of austin rivers because he's not one of the best players in the nba but it's the nba where you buy a three hundred thousand dollar ferrari and sign a 35 million dollar contract when you're austin rivers so what's better put that on the poll guillermo at lebitard show being at the bottom of the top or being at the top of the bottom because we're still out here fighting with skip bayless and mike said mike says he wants that to be a merit badge and i'm like really look at what we're fighting against (laughs) but in terms of difficulty i mean let austin Rivers sit here and try to fill time when your internet connection goes down all right mm-hmm. or let him try to get someone connected from shula state too in miami lakes <laughs> on a monday afternoon it ain't easy yeah. 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 you're you're sending him a lot of credit i get that but i bet you we each have a much better idea of what to do with a basketball in our hands than he knows what to do with a comrex in I, his. I don't know because he just produced better content than we did the last two months we've been on the air Touche right there from Dan Lebitard, but I know I'm biased, but I got to agree with Stugatz and the guys. And also, I'm even more biased because I don't like Austin Rivers that much because he catfished my Pelicans. He drafted him really high one year, and he never did anything. He came off the bench. I've watched him his whole career. I don't know why we're all of a sudden taking it out on Austin Rivers, though. You're all right, man. You're all right. You're more than all right with the Hawk and Crowder show on the way. I'm going to speak on behalf of Jews here. That's not the way we roll. Josh Rosen talk next on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. And we are listening to my all-time favorite Mob Deep song, Quiet Storm. The reason why is because it's rapper from Mob Deep, Havoc's 46th birthday. So, Havoc, happy birthday, and thank you for coming up with this dope beat. Mm, mm, mm. Ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Ain't no such thing as missing out on the Hawk and Crowder Show. Weekdays 3 to 6 right here on 560 The Joe. Always having fun. Earlier today, talking about Fitz Magic on Tua, Rosen, what a bust, and then they play the name game. All right, I'll bite. Go ahead, what the hell am I listening to? This is Hot Off the Block, El Alpha, with a new jam, Pa Pa Pa. <laughs> Put him back in the garage. I know, off the block. I know what you're thinking. Let's give this a DBJ. I got it. Don't worry. It's done. Pa, 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 pa,
It's catchy. What is it? I mean, someone sat in a recording studio and went pa 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 pa. Are they related to you, Solana? Is this your cousin? <laughs> Who is this? El Alpha. El Alpha. All right. Drop the new album. It's just 20 plus slappers, like straight club slappers. All right. Put on one of those. Which one is that? <laughs> I can do a whole El Alfa show if you want me to. You let me know. This sounds we good. like a we good. We good. bedtime song or something. All right, kids, let's all sing. All right, see you in the morning. <laughs> so I guess some of the dolphins uh, were made available to the media about an hour ago. I was looking at Adam Beasley's Twitter account. Ryan Fitzpatrick was there via Zoom or however they did it. Adam Beasley from the Miami Herald. Here are a couple of his tweets regarding uh, this Miami Dolphins media availability. Ryan Fitzpatrick is in Arizona, and between him and his next-door neighbor, who's also his brother, there are 12 kids running around. That sounds like fun. They are fertile little individuals over there in the Fitzpatrick family. No wonder Ryan Fitzpatrick still wants to play, right? He just he can't be around his house. Like, I just got to get out of here. Oh, he's going to get into broadcasting, real estate. He's going to do everything when he retires. Yeah, he's going to get his real estate license. He's going to get his bus driver's license. I just I can't be here. Ryan Fitzpatrick on Tua. This is from Adam Beasley. Like everybody else expected that if there was a guy they liked in one of those selections, they were going to take a QB. I have to go in every day and be myself. He says mentoring has already begun even on Zoom. Great, great. The, honestly, I would say this, and it's not hyperbole. He might be the best mentor in the NFL at the quarterback position. Fitzpatrick on playing during coronavirus, quote, we're going to trust the experts. We know they're going to err on the side of caution. Nothing's getting past that beard, though, right? He's safe. Uh, right? I mean, he's way, safe. He's, oh, I think, no, I think he's no. safe. Did I you think see the beard him? holds. I think the beard holds bacteria. <laughs> it does? It doesn't expel it? I thought it expelled bacteria. Uh, I, I believe virus. it stinks, too. Did and you it guys, stinks. Did you, guys see, did you guys see him on the Zoom call today? Have you seen the pictures? I did. I put it in the show sheet for you, Crowder. I mean, this guy looks unbelievable. Like, the beard. So jealous. Impeccable. This guy can grow hair. Like, uh, I mean, uh, some of us, it takes such effort to put one follicle. (laughs) And uh, this guy just, uh, he can't stop growing hair. And and the whole that whole Twitter thing and Fitz, Fitzy did it too where I can't go to a barber shop, bro. Go get you one of them damn razors from Walmart and shave. Yeah, up he looks your beard. good. He looks no, I'm good. saying when, when guys are acting like they're unkept because they can't oh, get right. to a barber shop. Right, get, bro. Get you a little twenty dollar <laughs> little zzz, right. razor and cut your damn face. Adam Beasley tweets. Fitzpatrick says he normally doesn't throw much in the off season, so this hasn't been much different. Quote: I don't like to take more throws in the off season than I have to. Fitzpatrick on starting. I know that in order for our team to be successful, our QB room has to be successful. He reiterates that he's going to help Tua however he needs, quote, but I want to be out there on Sundays, which now I can realize just means I want to be anywhere but my house on Sundays. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Ryan Fitzpatrick on Zoom offseason program. You've got to rely on some guys doing some studying away from those calls. Instead of having enormous meetings, it's been better being able to break it down into individual groups. That's been most effective for us. So there you go. A, little, uh, a lot of guys little, don't know how to watch film. 
<laughs> right. And and whether you're in a meeting where a, a coach is showing it to you or you're watching it on your own. I mean, if you don't have a proclivity for that, yes. then it's probably not your thing. Yeah. Um, I did see yesterday. I thought it was interesting. It was on uh, NBCSports.com. Um, and then I started to see it everywhere. But the said, report Dolphins have received calls about Josh Rosen. Uh, the Dolphins drafted to a Tagovailoa fifth overall. They still have Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's made it clear he wants to start. So where does that leave Josh Rosen? That's apparently the same thing some teams wonder. Michael Girardi of NFL Media reports the Dolphins have received calls about Rosen's availability. Girardi adds that Miami is in no hurry to deal Rosen. It's more likely the Dolphins haven't received an offer to their liking. The Dolphins also have Jake Rudock in the quarterback room. Rosen, 23, has yet to find find a home after two seasons in the the NFL. I'm telling you, Josh Rosen, I don't know what kind of, you know, makeup he has. And I've read, I think we've talked about it. He's got other outside interests. But you have to be somewhat aware that you're on the verge of being called one of the biggest draft busts in the history of the sport. That's got to be pretty, uh, what, humbling, right? I mean... You know, and and you could do the whole thing. Well, it's not like there's a huge sample size, and maybe he's been in the wrong situation twice. And but whatever it is, this dude is this close to being talked about as one of the biggest busts in NFL draft history. I don't know if it's humbling, Hawk, especially at his age. Like once you once you once you gain respect, and then they start talking about you losing what you have. That's humbling. But when you never got on the scene and really gained that respect, I don't, I don't know if it's humbling. I think it's more frustrating. And right, it could be aggravating for him, right? Yeah. Yes. Josh yes. Rosen. To, to your point, he has all the excuses in the world. I was with Arizona. They gave up. I came to the Dolphins. Fitzy was already here. I had to learn a new system. Like I would, I would say more, yeah, more, more excuses are being made in his mind than humble. But no football fan in the future is going to give it context. It's just going to be this dude – a team traded up into the top 10 to grab him. He's a quarterback, obviously, so it makes it even more salacious. And he went 3-13 and as a starter. He's thrown for 12 touchdowns and 19 interceptions. That's, I mean, that's not someone you trade up to get in the first round. So yeah. Arizona- he's, I'm telling you, he is on the precipice of being in the conversation. Every NFL draft, every year that comes around and they talk about who are the biggest draft busts of all time, right? And Ryan Leaf is talked about. This dude is going to be in that conversation unless something happens. Dolphins gave up on him in six months. Arizona gave up on him in, you know, a year, 11 months, whatever. No, it's fact now. I think the Dolphins gave up on him in like three weeks. <laughs> didn't, I'm, not, I'm like, not kidding. Like, they, didn't he start like week three or week four and then he was on the bench by week six or seven? Yeah, I know. I remember Dallas, he got in and that's when they were panicking because Fitz, remember Fitz, he had to leave and he went in and they couldn't even throw the ball. They ran the ball in a passing situation because they did not even want him to drop back. Like, yeah, I'm with you. It was, it was, it was closer to a, a month or so that they gave up on him. I think he yeah. is a bust. I think Josh Rosen is a bust. It'd be, uh, it would be an unbelievable turnaround if, He's not. I'm just looking at his career stats. He had three starts for the Dolphins. He was 0 for 3 with his three starts. They gave up on him in three weeks. I mean, that's like he played in six games last season, but he had three starts. They gave up on him in three weeks. And the narrative, like you're saying, and we've read it, we've talked about it too, Hawk, where he cares about other things. 
there's guys that care about other things but are good at football. Like, I don't think it's with him where his mind is thinking about, you know, what is it like cleaning up the environment and stuff, whatever you've right. heard the rumors. I don't think he's, he's under center on third and eight thinking about the giraffes going extinct. I just think right, he's not right, good. Right, right, <laughs> right. I think he's not good at football. Like, he, he, he was decent in college, pretty good. I remember watching some amazing games in college. He couldn't translate to the NFL. I think the off-the-field stuff is an excuse that's almost helping him where, oh, if he gets focused. No, if he gets focused, he'll still be Josh Rosen. Is this true? I'm looking at profootballreference.com right here. It says here that his full name is Joshua Ballinger Lippincott Rosen. Oh yeah, he was he was made to fail. I, I I'm gonna speak on behalf of Jews here. That's not the way we roll. Like we like that that is that is not like it's Mark Elliott, David Jacob. It's like Joshua Ballinger Lippincott Rosen. What it, what is that? Do y'all do the like the paying respects to your elders no. thing, like his well, grandfather's middle name and his other grandfather's you know first name, something like that? Like usually not the next generation, usually like a, an initial. So I think I was, uh, I think Mark, I was named for an uncle whose name was Maurice. So you just took the M, you know, my son, David, it was my grandfather and my wife's grandfather were both named David, but that was a generation removed. So I, I don't know. That's a, that is a strange name. His mom, well, maybe too. Uh, his mom's maiden name. Her name, first name is Liz. Her last name, Lippincott. So I've never heard of someone having their mother's maiden name. You know what I meant. Name. His maiden name is Lippincott. His mother's last name was Lippincott. His maiden no, but he, name. He doesn't have a maiden name. His what? maiden name. I'm sorry. His mother's last name prior to getting married was Lippincott. No, I understand that. You said it fine. His mother's maiden name. You said it fine. But I said no. nobody puts that in their name. Your mother's maiden name is in your name? No. Okay, and my mother's maiden name is not in my name. I, you said it fine. Then you corrected it to be laughably funny. <laughs> I thought where you guys, he's got a maiden name. I thought you guys were getting on me. You're right though, Hawk. Like, uh, do you think he has a maiden name? No, I don't. <laughs> do you think you have a maiden name? No, I do not. I, are you sure? Now be be a hundred percent honest. Not, do you think you have a maiden name I'm and not it's a, your mother's maiden? I'm not a hundred percent sure. No, I'll be honest. Who gave you Solana? Like, who was... Well, my first name... Did you meet name, him in high school? Who, who, uh, where did you pick up Solana from? My first name, Alejandro. My parents named me after the Lady Gaga song. And then, uh, of course. And then Solana is my father's name. I'm not sure what my maiden name is. I'll text my mom. I don't think he knows how names work. My maiden name is Fitzmagic. Let's hear from Fitzmagic right now on Gunslinging. I almost take pride in the fact I've had a game where I've had six touchdowns and zero interceptions, but I've also had a game where I've had zero touchdowns and six interceptions. When I watch quarterbacks and I can see that, that they're thinking about their stats and their quarterback rating in the fourth quarter when they're losing the football game, like that just kills me to the core. So I almost think at times I'm like representing the old school gunslinger. Like when we're down, I know you can't score 14 points with one throw, which you used to always say to me. So ready for Fitzmagic to sling it for the Dolphins and see some Dolphins football. So ready for even Bundesliga soccer this weekend. So ready for sports to be back. So ready for coronavirus to be over. But let's hang together on the radio safely, and we'll get through this together. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Joe Show. My name is Dan Day, Doug Plagans, and one of the great Panthers games of past next on 560 The Joe. Later, slug. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T Mobile.com. 